Ayup and welcome to the final episode of season two of the Ayup podcast of the new beginning season. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Howarth, and with me is my mate, as always, Matthew Nuttall. Ayup, Ayup, Ayup. This is going to be a banger to end the new beginnings. Sometimes I just talk for that little length of time. <laughs> Drag it out nicely just so it fits in. Mate, yeah, I bet yeah. everyone thinks I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> but uh, yeah, welcome to episode four. This is the kind of kind of a roundup towards it and letting you know what we're, what we're taking away because as Matthew said previously, like in uh, season one and stuff like that, it is a bit of an exploration for us as well as it is for you guys listening. We're exploring us and we're understanding understanding us as people. Oh yes, we're in therapy. I'm your therapist. No one knows this, do they? No, God, mental. Imagine, Dr. Matthew. Dr. Nutter. (laughs) So sit back, enjoy episode four. Sounds like a Simpsons character. What was that? What was that doctor in Simpsons? Doctor, Mc- oh, I can't remember the weird one. Nick, Nick. was it <laughs> Doctor Nick? Nick. Doctor Nick, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's good. So we've we've come to the end of a uh, of new beginnings. Um, and what we typically do on the last episode is we kind of round it up and see what we've taken away. I mean, that's that seems to be the format that we're going for at the moment. I like it, mate. Yeah, we we get to sit and chat and think about what we've said and come to some sort of conclusion in which we can learn and we can progress. How is that? Yeah, it's, it's not bad, pal. That's not bad, that. It's all right, that. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's all right. So we touched on something towards the end that we said we were going to cover in this episode very, very briefly. Yeah, so you have been through some sort of insane transformation mentally and physically through an unfortunate event with your eye, haven't you, Scott? Yeah, I have. And I think the you know, the whole point of this is uh is what we'll do is we'll we'll talk about this but we'll round it we'll try and round it up to a way that is beneficial um mm-hmm. to start something. And you know, the 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 big thing and the big banner around this is is a new beginnings. Yeah. You know, through it all. And uh the new beginning that I had, you might have heard well you will have heard if you listen to episode three, was a, a an eye impairment, a visual impairment that I've uh procured shall we say a mm-hmm. uh, big thing in my life that kind of happened and I got told by the doctor after all the surgery had concluded that it's likely going to happen in the other eye as well and I've had to kind of deal with that um, so that happened in 2018 and, and the, the surgery and everything finished like um, mid mid 2018 was it? no sorry this happened in 2000. 19 yeah sorry this happened this happened at the end of 2018 so mid 2019 is kind of where it all concluded like march april and i kind of had to live with it and i was kind of like um instead of dealing with it i didn't deal with it i just set it aside mm-hmm. pushed it back not dealt with it and i think that was a big problem um with 2019 is that everything that kind of happened i just kind of pushed it aside you had a lot going on in 2019 yeah i mean you? there was a lot of, there was a there was a like a slightly uh changing path of career not career path but like uh, changed bands that I was working for and then you unfortunately had a death in the family didn't yeah you? unfortunately there was a passing in the family and we had to deal with that and and it's just a bit of a shitter to be honest and whenever you leave an artist as well for for work wise and live in that limbo of when your next what your next job is that's a difficult period mm-hmm. um 
So and not knowing when I could return to work, like there was a period when when the eye messed up that I could, I wasn't allowed to be around uh, high sound pressure levels. Wow. I wasn't allowed to be around like you know lasers or like moving lights and strobes and yeah. smoke. Yeah. So I didn't know when I could return to work. So you um, got told by the doctor that um, they, sorry they, they put oil into your eye to to stop the pressure or they took oil out of your eye to take away the pressure. <laughs> uh, I, I know you've told me this whole <coughs> story and it was right. so, disgusting so basically, when mind-boggling. When, when you get a detached retina, right, what they do is they glue it back on as such. So there's like a bit of what we, I don't know the professional term for it, but there's a piece of glue really that, that holds your retina in. Now, I have a condition called nystagmus, yeah. which is the wobble in your eye. Now, everybody's eyes wobble, but mine wobble further apart, which is what nystagmus is. And with that, what's happened is, because it's wobbling so far apart, it's, it's kind of taught this, this glue, it's kind of like stretched these tendons and such. And then these have snapped and peeled away and become dry or whatever. And then the retina started to fall away from my eye. Grim. So what they do is they reapply the glue as such and then to stick it in. Now, in order to hold, <laughs> that, in, to hold that in place, what they don't do is just put the finger on it. They put gas in your eye or they put oil in your eye. So for me, for my instance, because my lens is always moving, my retina is always moving because of the nystagmus, I had to have oil put in my eye. And then there was complications with the oil where... I had to have another surgery um, where things got stuck and stuff like that. It was horrible. Yeah. Horrid. It's grim. Like, these, you know, the stories when people say to me, have you had laser eye surgery? And I go, yeah, how was it? And I can tell you, like, the grim details of it. Oh, they get a knife and they, like, slit you. You know, it it, it doesn't benefit anyone, me telling, telling people like that. It no, just puts no. people off. Yeah. I don't want anyone to be put off if they've got a... a a fucking retina falling off where they yeah. go oh I'm not going to get it fixed because Scott said it's grim <laughs> like just go get it fucking fixed you get it fixed lad um, so yeah that that kind of happened um, with my eye and then after the repair and the procedures I was left with pretty bad sight in my right eye um, and you, you've since then since that happened you kind of let it just sink into your life not dealing with it mentally so the, the I think a big thing what you what I didn't what I've not said previously is that you know, after all this surgery, they say to you, it's up to your brain now. Your brain connects the dots now. Oh, wow. Fucking hell. Um, like what, a, in terms of like dealing a, like with the a, change? Like anything, like your eyes ignore your nose. Right. You know, that's all your brain doing that. Um, so in order to see better, your brain has to stitch these images back together. You know, um, what one, one thing that when you lose an eye or, or when you lose you know, a visual impairment in your eyes, your depth, your sense of depth changes. Wow. So trying to grab a coffee mug is pretty, pretty hard work. So, your brain, so your brain has to put it all together. So it's all to do with your brain. So obviously I'm, I'm all right now. I can grab a coffee cup. I can catch a ball. Yeah. You know, um, but obviously anything that's in the peripheral on the right hand side is pretty poor. Uh, to put it into context, when I look at an eye chart, after my surgery, I could see the top letter, the right. big, the big E. Yeah. And now I can see, you know, parts of the third line, and that's as far as it goes in my right eye. Wow. Um, it's like looking in a steamy, wobbly mirror is the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he, he said it's going to happen to the left eye, and it's simply because of the nystagmus and because of that. Now, he said it could happen tomorrow. It could happen in a week. It could happen in a month. It could happen in 80 years. It could happen when you're dead. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, he said it's, it's likely going to happen. You know, the you know the percentage is high. So, living with that, and I, uh, instead of living with it, I just pushed it to the side. And what what I kind of learned after 2019 
um, speaking to a therapist, is he said, he said to me, have you dealt with it? And I said, it doesn't really bother me, to be honest with you. Like, I've just put it to the side. He said, well, you've not fucking dealt with it. You've not dealt with it. You need to deal with it. Scott, what happens tomorrow if you go blind? I said, I'll deal with it then. He's like, of course you will. You, of course you will. You, that's how you do it. That's what life is. You deal with it there and then. He said, but you have the opportunity now to understand that you're potentially going blind and you could put preparation, you could put work into that mm-hmm. to help you. Do you have anything in work? Do you have everything in line if that should happen? I'm like, mm, I've got some money in the bank. He's like, no, have you got anything? What, what happens to your job? Oh, well, I can't really talk anymore. I can't see a mixing desk. So I can't really do that anymore. And he's like, right, there you go. So you can't do fucking anything, can you? Yeah. So I was like, right. She said, you need to start something, Scott. You need to start something. I said, should I start reading Braille? He's like, well, you could start reading Braille if you wanted to. He said, I don't think it's going to be that. Did said that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's like, you don't think it's going to be that extreme? He said, you, you never know what the site's going to be like. It could be worse. It could be better. We don't really know right now, Scott. He said, but you can plan something. And that's yeah. the primary reason why I started the radio show. Sure. Was because I can do that by just sitting here talking. Yeah. I can still see colours. I don't need to see the numbers on the board and stuff like that right now when we're recording this. Yeah. So using my voice is a great tool that I have yeah, and yeah. understanding stuff. You know, he showed me a lot of information as well with people who are blind mixing shows. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so he's like, start something new. Start something new. You, so I did. I started a new beginning. You're super fucking lucky to know what potentially is going to go on in your future. So this you? is another thing that, w- that was added to it is that he said, I think you should speak to someone about it. And there's a place called the RNIB, yeah. which is uh, to do with a sight loss. And um, when I phoned them, they said, what would you like to know? I said, I want to know um, what it's like to be blind. I want to know like what support I have, what what uh, resources I can use and, and everything. And they were like, okay, yeah. So they told me everything about it and what, what I can expect. Um, and I said to them, a big, a big thing I said to them, was what can I do knowing that I'm going to go blind? Let's just say that I am going to go blind. I have this ability right now to know that I'm going to go blind. I said, like, Stevie Wonder knew he was going blind. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, what did he do to prepare? You know, And they were like, well, you can do this, you can do that. So they kind of give me a lot of hope in the sense that they showed me that there is counselling available for specifically going blind or being yeah. blind. Um, they were telling me about resources to do with, you know, bus, bus and public transport and, and you know, core groups and all kinds of stuff. So pre- preparation, it was kind of the key. And, and that's helped me deal with it rather than set it aside. Yeah, I, I think it's a fucking beautiful lesson, the idea of um, preparation for oneself. Like we have all these things going on. And we usually choose not to face them. You know, like, um, for instance, I've got anxiety about X. But instead of confronting X, sometimes we choose to just let it sit in the background and overcome the anxiety through meditation or sport. So you're not coming up with a cure you're coming up with a deterrent for that particular moment, aren't you? But yeah, th- there's a lot to be said for the two things. You can either address, or yeah. you can, or you can um, deter. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to be said for the two. Um, unfortunately, with the big things in life, you have to address. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a major thing in my life. Now, I'm not saying anxiety is not a major thing in people's lives, mm-hmm. 
Of course it is, but anxiety is driven by something else mm-hmm. most of the time. Usually there's a root cause. There's a root to it, that's, yeah. that's correct. And so. rather than addressing and preparing for whatever is in the future um, to do with that particular circumstance, it's much, yeah, it's much more common to certainly push it down and just... Or, or even reach for a pill in some it's su- circumstances. It's super, super easy just to push it to the side and not deal with it. And yeah. Or just like think it's something that's going to go away. And most of the time it, it just doesn't. So it's it's all about dealing with it. And I say an extravagant thing, you know, of the, an extravagant circumstance of what I've got. It's pretty pretty dull, pretty dark. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can come through it. Um, yeah, in, ter- in terms of new beginnings, Scott, have you got anything on the horizon that you're hoping to start or continue? Well, no, or? I suppose that the, the radio show is a big new beginning for us, for me, and uh, and this is a big new beginning for us, you know, uh, with the podcast and everything like that. These are the majors. These are the majors yeah. of, of new beginnings that we're, that we're starting now. And uh, another major is, is a mindset. Yeah. Is, the, is, the, is a different mindset in life. That's a massive new beginning for me. You know, over the past year, uh, I've kind of flipped and gone, no, I need to be better in life. I need to be more positive in life. And, and that's the thing that I'm taking forward mm-hmm. with, with me for, for the main new beginnings of stuff. Yeah, I think you can get a new beginning every fucking morning as well. Like, like <laughs> you know, I, I said that, and it's one of those instances where I'm giving advice, but I need to take it myself. Like, uh, And I've been really trying to set that, in motion recently like uh, as you know and i've spoke about it before my sleep is awful because i've got the children and when you don't have a fur night's sleep it's really hard to wake up with a positive oh, mindset fuck that yeah i'm yeah. fully i'm fully with you yeah my message struggles with sleep in, yeah. a, in the sense of like if she doesn't get enough she's she really struggles to like get through the day um in a, in a good manner so yeah. i can't even imagine um with you you know this this job for me is a new beginning yeah i'm going to bed you know looking to be asleep for 10 yeah you're in a really good like rhythm at the minute apart from obviously yeah. not being able to fit in some enjoyable time oh yeah it's yeah it's, it's definitely a change in life right now but yeah. i don't think i would have been able to take this job on if i didn't um change the way that i'm acting do you, know? do you think the the catalyst to help you enjoy the current life set that you're in could be potentially to look at are you four days on, three days off, and al- although I know you've told me on the first day off you're so shattered, and then the second day off you can't get to the gym, and third day off you've got so much to do, but is there not a way that you could potentially switch it now? So when you're in this work environment and you get home at seven eight and you can't get to the gym, that you've got to consider the four days of right. This is what I do. Yeah, there is, there's a burning in period, isn't there? And that's the way I'm seeing it right now. Yeah. Now I'm just dealing with it. I'm just yeah. burning into it. I'm getting yeah. used to cycling every day uh, in the morning. You know, um, I'm getting used to eating the same fucking food every day mm-hmm. in the morning. You know, I'm getting do, used do, to eating the same food at What same you said times. to me earlier about the quiet time in the bath, like, do you sometimes just sit and Listen, experience don't, don't bliss? don't tell me about my <laughs> quiet time in my bath. I'm sat over watching you, mate. I'll film it next time. What are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> your dick out <laughs> <laughs> that that is something that is a saying that that we've that we've got between us get your dick out um, <laughs> not because we actually get dicks out <laughs> we were once walking down a dark path and we went for a wander and uh, he said to me he said to me he said what would you do 
if if someone just jumped out, grabbed hold of me, and then went, get your dick out! <laughs> I'll kill you, get your dick out! And you go, why? And he's got get your dick out! <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> and we often send each other messages now, just going, get your dick out! So fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, quiet time in the bath, yeah, go on. Yeah, do, do, are you, like, getting to a point where you're... Or you've had such an overwhelming day of boredom or whatever, and you just sit there quiet time and think, ah, this is so. Bliss, so the different know. the difference is is like when I'm in after the first day of work, I'm fine. I, I'm like I'm tired. I'll yeah. just go to bed nice and early. Next day it slips back, you know, twenty minutes. And you know, by the third day, I'm aching that much because I'm on my feet for fucking twenty hours now. You know, so the third day, I like I've been on my feet for fucking thirty hours. Yeah, I'm fucking knackered. Um, I need to soak. I need to bath. And relax my back because I have a bad back, you know, bad yeah. shoulders, tight shoulders. Um, so I steal an extra 30 minutes there to do stuff. Like, it's like anything, like, it's, I don't know, it's it's all a burning period, man. Yeah, I'm just trying, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to figure out what I can and can't it's do. It's going to be really interesting, man, for catch up in like three weeks time and see where you're at then. Because I guarantee you'll be like... Yep, coming home, so uh, straight to the gym, smashing it out every yeah. night, back in it. Can't, can't got to walk in the gym, fucking night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bastards. Um, I, I, I heard something really interesting, actually, the other day. Before we round up um, the the full season as such and mm-hmm. see what we took away from it. Yeah. Was um, someone, so obviously people asked me, how's, how's the new job? I said, fucking laborious. <laughs> like, fucking, he's a killer. Someone said, just quit. And I went, I can't. Of course you can. I said, no, I can't. I can't quit. So why why can't you quit? I said, because I need this. I need this in my life, right? But at the same time, I can't quit because I'm not a quitter. Yeah. I don't quit. Yeah. I don't like to quit. Um, I feel like it's a bit weak to quit. And it's not weak. It's not weak. That's the wrong term. I shouldn't have said that. It's not weak to quit. Um, And I was like, oh, this is like, I just don't want to quit. I want to accomplish it. I want to, you know, after the first week, I went, I've done the first week. I've done the second week, I've done the second week. And after the first month, I'd be like, I've done the month. Yeah. You know, after 10 years, I'd be like, I've done 10 years. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to quit. I'm doing it for a purpose. And the purpose has to be sinking in. Now, as much as hard as it is now, you know, it can only get better. Can and what, get, what, can what's get the purpose then? What what have you derived from so, this? So the point is that I, I'm not a quitter. And then uh, I was reading something on Instagram where someone was like, you need to read this. And it was like 10 points to your life. And one of them said, it's all right to quit. And I was like, what a fucking shit mentality. It's all right to quit. Mm. Like, sure, if things are hard and they're not going your way, you have to understand that this is not working for you and you should quit it. It was in terms of relationship. The, oh, okay, the points. okay. Um, you need to understand that it's that, it, that it's it's right to quit, and I was like, no, that's a defeatist attitude, man. Mm-hmm. That's defeatist. That I'm not a defeatist in that way. Like, although this job's getting the better of me uh, emotionally, yeah. <laughs> like I'm the fucking same <laughs> song again. Um, it'll get fucking better, man. I'll be able to get through it, man. And again, there's always someone worse off than you, aren't there? But you, know you see the light at the end of the tunnel because this job is only temporary. So, in yeah, terms yeah. of quitting we, we don't we don't bloody know i mean I, I, I really don't know what i'm telling myself is i'm living six months yeah and i live six months from march until sure. un, until until august you know that's what that's what i did I, I lived i lived that time because that's where the the, the employment scheme was yeah with a hope that things will return by October and it was supposed to return october 1st and we're, we're encroaching on october 1st right now and the government's gone no live gigs not happening this year and yeah. you're like wicked thanks mate it's interesting so. about what you were saying about quitting though like uh, 
<laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. That's a uh, that's a quote from Brokeback Mountain. Didn't uh, think I'd use that one. Never used, never seen that film. Have you not? I love it. I'm sure. Do, I do you know what it's about? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, of course I do. All right. <laughs> I reckon I love it. I just not watched it. Um, <laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, all that sprung to mind was the only race I ever quit, and uh, you you can zone back into a moment of quit. Have you ever quit anything? Yeah, I mean, I quit. I've quit jobs before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you don't feel like a loser for doing it, do you? Banana job. Banana yeah, factory. I was I was talking to my missus about this. I was like, I've never I don't even know how I quit that. I don't th- I don't think I quit that. I think I just I think the agency just stopped calling me. Yeah. And I was like, thank fuck. Oh right. <sighs> yeah, so well anyway, we'll, we'll get off this subject, but the the only way race I ever uh didn't complete was the toughest not tough mother, tough guy. Mm. And that's because uh, Siobhan started getting hyperthermic. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember Or this. so I told myself, though. But yeah. I, I know that she started getting hyperthermic. I said, come on, let's go on. She said, no, I seriously can't do this. Uh, and I was like, uh, you, you like, like you, you are the- constantly influenced. She was like, I can't do it. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Do you hold this as a point of contention for yourself? Uh, it's one of those, so it's one of those points that I need to finish. I need to do that race and finish it mm. because uh, she's the same. She feels the same. Only race she's never finished. Fair, fair. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think. I think the thing is though, like you look at your two mindsets, and it is you, you're you're still in that mindset that you were when you did that race. You know, for me, I'm changing my life now. Yeah. Um. So the old quits that I might have had don't. The insufficient. It doesn't matter. The insignificant. Yeah, I, I, I don't give a shit about. Of course. Like, I'm not angry about him, and I learn to let him go. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not angry about this. I just really love that race, and I really. Why wish. is your fish cleansed? Uh, <laughs> You're angry. <laughs> Hulk smash. Oh, maybe. So so anyway. So let's round up. Robert. So season two, new beginnings. Right, we talked a lot about physique in episode two. Hell of a lot about physique and yeah. how we started the uh, the whole journeys of. Of us um, being fucking buff tings. Yes, brother. <laughs> and episode three was all about the mentality, and that was yeah. a bit of a dark episode, and we definitely took a bit of a somber, some more somber approach to it all. Where are we going in the future with it all? Where, where, where's our journeys keep? Where's this new beginnings of our fitness, of our mentality? Where does this keep going? So, so a big, big thing that you said to me a couple of weeks ago about the podcast was. Uh, remembering that I can't remember what you exactly said, but basically, <laughs> that's a big thing that you said to me. I don't fucking know what it was, though. It, it was basically around the lines of we got to let go a little bit and not be as fucking uptight and serious with yeah. with it because it becomes a hindrance. It becomes uh, not just the podcast, but life in general when you put it's, too much on it. It's massive, man. I, you know, like it's a massive thing you've said that because I even said it today to my missus. Like, yeah. it's. We focus a hell of a lot on things. Yeah. When we do something, we do focus on it. Yeah. You know, um, and it's it's understanding as well to let to let go the pressure of it. Yeah. To go, it this really does not fucking matter. I'm holding it so high in in my in my head right now. Yeah. And you need to be able to like, it's cool. We are moving forward. It is all happening. Yeah. See, see, I've known all week. I've needed to let go mentally of this for a week because yeah. I've had so much on, and I've also known been thinking I bet you've had this held up high yeah and I've also known that by the time it gets to Friday we are going to smash out what we need to do and we're going to be back on track and yeah. it's understanding that uh we go through life with these ebbs and swings and 
If you learn to let go and relax a little bit, things actually come a lot fucking easier, man. They do. It's it's there's a discipline now to to not relaxing too much. Hundred percent. And to keep to keep yeah. that target going. Yeah. Um, end of the day, this is not our sole thing that we're doing. No, we're but, looking, but it is incredibly important to us. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it is. Yeah, so it's it's interesting as well because, like I say, we we talk about it all the time where it's an interesting thing for us to develop and learn, and uh, you know, it's very interesting for us. This is much of an exploration for us mm-hmm. as it is for the listeners to go. Fucking hell, them two are mental. <laughs> they talk about getting dicks out and all yes, sorts. They do. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, future wise, um, the new beginning of 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 A Up is just going to continue and continue and continue and grow and grow and grow. We're, we're you know, um, by the time this is released, it's, it's approaching on Christmas, lad. It is. It will be, yeah. So we're going to have to do a special. Yeah, this has been, I've been so excited to say this, Scott. Oh we have days. to do a live Christmas episode. Drink of whiskey in each hand. No, no, no. No? No, no. Not don't wi- think not, so. No, not whiskey. Oh, I, what are you saying? Mold wine, isn't it? Mold wine, I'm down mold for wine, mold wine. Mold wine, mince pies. Oh, mate, I will, I will fucking bring it all. Yeah, you can fucking make it all. We can have a live studio audience. <laughs> is that? Depends where, the, depends where the pandemic is. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. So, yeah, so we're approaching the festive season for all the Jewish out there. <laughs> um, it's mad, isn't it? Because like, the, world, the world is like, especially when you live in America, they're like, happy holidays. Yeah. Oh, Merry fucking Christmas. Let's do a Thanksgiving. I'll, I'll do it all, Scott. Let's do Halloween. Let's do all of them. Halloween, a spooky one. Oh, yeah. we should do a fucking spooky one. <laughs> I'll do a super spooky one. So, yeah, thanks for listening to Season 2 with New Beginnings. This was a, just a nice little roundup for you. Uh, we're taking quite a lot away from this, just even having chats and stuff and listening back to ourselves talk. We absolutely love it. We love ourselves. We're big egotistical <laughs> maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> So make sure you get on all the socials as well. Obviously, we're going to be interacting on there at AOP Podcast. Uh, check out the website. And one big thing that's always on the website as well, when you should visit it, there is a cheeky, cheeky little donate button on there. Oh, why? So if you ever feel like donating anything to help us in the running of this podcast, please do. We're not asking for money. We're just saying if you feel like helping us out, there is the ability to help us out because we ain't preaching for no money because we could pay our own bills. <laughs> I'm working 42 hours to do it. <laughs> It's, uh, it's right there and please check out all the little sound bites because we chat some utter shite on there it's, it's fun it's brilliant yeah. yeah you can listen to it on the way to work it all works on your phone and stuff like that as well if you're, if you're in a dark place just stick on a sound bite we'll do a we'll do a breathing one <sighs> can you take out <laughs> <laughs> no we won't do that <laughs>